Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everyone. It's your host, Maxine Marshall, and I am here today with our executive producer, Harriet Strickland. We just wanted to come together this morning to... Oh, good morning, Harriet. Good morning, Max. How are you? (laughs) Pretty good, thank you. So, yes, we just wanted to come together uh, to have a quick uh, preview of our show that's coming up this Saturday, the 28th, where we're going to start our first two-part series on being curious and, you know, getting more familiar with your family history. Uh, we've got one first part this weekend, the second part next Saturday, and so we're going to give you a little heads up on uh, what we're going to be discussing so that you can gather your notes because we'd also love to hear from you on uh, on your family history. So on that note, uh, Harriet, uh pretty familiar with this author also, and so I'm going to have her to just kind of share with you a little bit about uh, her and her book. Hi, Max, it's Harriet, as you know. Uh, yes, <laughs> I wanted to um, to introduce the book that we'll be covering and the author on the next, seg- the next segment, and, I, and in fact, I guess this is going to be a series of uh, segments of Know Your History, correct? That is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first segment would be about the blood. Uh, an author, Dorothy Sanders, wrote a book about the blood back in the late 80s or early 90s. I don't have to look in front of me, so I apologize for missing some of those details. But what she covered in the blood is her history. She was raised in Louisiana on an island called Wind's Island in northern or central northern Louisiana area. And she found that as she got older, she had a pretty unique history in her family, being that she was African-American. And one of those notes is that her parents um, made a business out of a farm that was over 100 acres. And the farm that they had was won through a lottery, if I can remember, they, the family had 18 children, nine boys and nine girls. They all worked on the farm or in the house to raise money, to make money, to sustain themselves. So that's pretty much um, the highlight of the family history, uh, or at least the highlights of the book, and Dorothy Sanders will bring it um, a little more. Well, of course, she'll have more detail to talk about uh, her family history and why she wrote The Blood. Do you know what they grew on the farm? Oh, my gosh. They grew a lot of things. Cotton, being that they were in the South. <laughs> that was a big uh, moneymaker for them. Mm-hmm. And as years went by, uh, I know that it was corn, but I can't remember anything else. And they had animals as well. I don't know if they sold the animals for um, trade, but I do know with the crops, that was traded. Mm-hmm. 
That is pretty interesting. I love this story. I love this story because I don't often hear about situations such as the one that Dorothy was raised in. Uh, I've been in this country for quite a while, and I've always heard it from the other side of our history, as, as everyone knows. But to hear about a family with 18 children who had this much land, who raised their own animals and also uh, grew cotton and picked their own cotton, I was absolutely elated when Harriet brought the story, um, shared the story with me. And so I, too, am looking forward to chatting with Dorothy and having her, you know, get into details uh, about this book. But Harriet, remember that conversation we were having in reference to you know, just how when a, a baby is conceived, what the child picks up from the onset. Oh, yes. And so when you spoke about Know Your History and having that as a series of segments um, for a show, that is exactly what I thought. I said, how wonderful could that be is to actually know your history and why you have certain behaviors and why you might re- uh, meet certain challenges and how you handle those challenges or, and behaviors going forward. Because when you are a baby or when you're a fetus, uh, those DNAs are transferred to you and the genetics are transferred to you through your mother. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so you already have some behaviors that are coming into you as a child, as a baby when you're born, the way that you cry, the way that you hold your head. And then as you go forward, they're developing within you because of environment, the family that you're around. Right. And so knowing your history and knowing why you may behave the way you do or may uh, help you understand who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for me, knowing my history, I never thought about my history, and I think having a conversation with you, uh, Maxine, is one of the ways, the reasons why you came up with this show is because we were talking about some things that we do and then realizing, oh, our parents behaved this way. Oh, my grandparents was like that. Right. But before now, we didn't recognize that. And mm-hmm. so even whether it was a positive um, a positive behavior or a, a challenging behavior, we were able to finally identify it and work with it. Exactly. Whether we, we expounded on it, we enhanced it, it all yeah. came good. It, was, it became clear in us on what our next move should be. Right, right, right. And and I think we, while we were having that conversation, we sort of picked up on your business acumen, right, and how... Yeah. You, I think you captured that from your maternal side. Was it your maternal side? It is both my maternal and paternal side. Well, my, you know, interesting enough, my grandfather was in business, my mm-hmm. mother was in business, and my father, my parents were in business. Okay. My mother did not, um, she knew business, but she was pretty much, not really sports, but how could I say? Her her reason for going into business is because she retired as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, it, But on the other hand, she was flustered with the bureaucracy in the educational mm-hmm. academic um, uh, structure environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she chose to, well, upon retirement, she chose to open a small preschool. 
and that was Excellent. her side of the business. Where before, as I was when I was raised, when I was born, my parents were in business, and that was from my dad. And my mother always said that she didn't really want to because of her experience. Um, and it wasn't bad experience. It was just she, she felt it was hard work because she was relating it to big uh, growing up in the south. Yes, in the okay. farm. But going forward, my dad wanted to go in business, and I think that he was inspired by my grandparents and just mm-hmm. the energy that he had. But he went in business, and of course, my mother supported that. For right. me, it was in my blood to do it because I knew it could be done. I just wanted to take it to a whole different level. And it's all about independence and creativity mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great point because it made me think about, uh, you know, we talked about the, the mother being primarily influential in the beginning, and then after birth, you started you start to look at your environment and sort of adopt from there, which kind of reminded me of that author that did the book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And he's kind of like your, your your dad, who he had his father, and then he had his best friend's dad. And it turns out his best friend's dad owned a store, and they took the money that they earned from the store, and if my memory serves me right, they bought a bunch of properties that they managed. And he was able to observe, you know, both these dads. And as a result of that, he said, you know, I think I prefer to do this. And he adopted his business structure from his best friend's father, who he spent many nights, you know, and weekends at their home hanging out as a part of the family. And so from that exposure, he was able to build his empire, you know, based on that. So I think that's a wonderful story. And I love the fact that your your granddad, you know, exuded this energy that rubbed off on your dad and encouraged him to move on to his own business. Yes. Yes, and it was all good. You know, um, and when, again, going back to the title, Know Your History of the Series, the um, other portion of that is that I am the only one in my family of four, uh, three siblings, so it's a a family of six, but four of us as kids, two Mm -hmm. boys and two two girls, I'm the only one that's in business. So each member of the family takes, have a takeaway, a different takeaway. Mm-hmm. And uh, knowing your family history, again, it impacts each individually, individual difference. Mm-hmm. Your choices, you know, how financially responsible you are, were you taught, you know, what did you, um, what energy pulled you in? you know, what direction you decide to go in. There, there's so many factors. And, are, and, and then the second part of that is how aware are you of the impact that being in that environment um, played a role in yeah. your decision to go into the direction that you're, you're heading in. Uh, there's some of us who that happens where we, we are impacting from the beginning and there are others who have a different calling. And so uh, this is going to be a wonderful show. I can't wait to hear the details from uh, Dorothy. And uh, from our audience members, we'd love to, to hear some of your stories, you know, what sort of an impact uh, your family history slash structure has had on you and how you've played it forward um, in your current life. And for those of you who have children, you know, what, what are you passing on, on to them? And Harriet, do you have any take on that? 
Um, no, I think I'd rather wait for the series for us okay. to actually have a, a, a sit-down roundtable, a radio roundtable discussion on how that impacts uh, the children mm-hmm. uh, going forward. And then we can have that after conversation. I would like to have a talk, a dialogue or um, a conversation after the blood author talk about um, how it impacts individual families going forward. Mm-hmm. Some of our listeners will be able to talk about what their experiences are. And um, I think this is going to be very good. Wonderful. Looking forward to the series. All right, everyone. So that's it for now. And we look forward to um, meeting with you on, on Saturday for the show. So stay tuned, and you can hop on here to talk shoe to see the time that the show is going to air in your area. Take care, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.